This is the Marketing Umbrella Podcast, where it's all about getting the information you need from successful leading marketers to build and grow your digital marketing agency. Brought to you by Itamar Shafir, founder and CEO of Umbrella, the technology platform and brand that is powering thousands of marketing agencies around the country. Find him at UmbrellaUS.com. And now, here's your host, Itamar Shafir. Welcome to the Marketing Umbrella Podcast, where we talk with successful marketing experts about ways to build and grow your digital marketing agency. Our guest today is a spy, has led the charge in transforming the way marketers craft their strategies based on competitive analysis. He's a successful serial entrepreneur and the CEO and founder of spyfood.com. I'm excited to say hello to Mr. Mike Roberts. Hi, Mike. Hey, thanks for having me. Great to be here. So like I told you before the podcast, uh, I'm, uh, I'm a big fan and a user of SpyFu, awesome. uh, which we're going to talk about. But before we jump into that, and uh, I'm sure all the abundance of information and knowledge that you have on search marketing that we can, you can share with the listeners, maybe we can start first by you telling them about your, your road as an entrepreneur and how you got to where you are. Oh sure. Uh, so before I had uh, before I started SpyFu, I had um, another software company. I um, before I had another software company. By the way, I, I tried to found a software company and then failed just because of various, you know, I don't know, lack of leadership or or the problem, the reasons that people just randomly fail to do things. But I had another successful software company uh, called Velocityscape. But what what the what the product was. Um, well, as a nerd, I, I called it um, web data extraction, which which is really you just like take data off of a, off of the internet, off of a web page, like say like eBay or something, and you put it into a spreadsheet or database. Um, and I called that web data extraction. But it turns out that the way that customers would search for this was called um, like web scraping or screen scraping or internet screen scraping. And to me, that was like almost an insult because my precious, beautiful product was doing data extraction, which is a technical term that only database nerds know. Um, but, you know, the consumer had a different way of thinking about what they wanted. And uh, I didn't learn that for, dude, I launched the product after like working on it for like 16 months, like nights and weekends by myself. And I was like, I've just built this glorious thing. I've made this whole process ridiculously easy. Now I'm just going to instantly be rich. So I built it and then launched it and sort of did like the, the promotion that you would do back then. And nobody, I mean, I got, I got like about, I think three sales in three months. And um, so I had to go back to work. And I continued to, I mean, I had to go get a job again, you know, so, uh, but I kept working on the thing. And then like six months later, I learned this, this, I, I relaunched the product. And then sort of in that process, I, I started, um, you know, I learned that people searched a different way. And when I, when I, when I did that next launch, I renamed the product and did like some SEO for this thing. Uh, around those terms. And I instantly like tripled or I'm sorry, I, I like, more than tripled, I quadrupled my sales. I was I wound up making maybe three thousand dollars a month, which for me at that time I was like, well, I can uh, I can pay my I can pay my mortgage with that, and basically it allowed me to actually that was the thing that kind of allowed me to like quit my job to some degree or kind of mostly quit my job, and um, so I so the 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 impetus for for uh, for Spy Fu was whoa. Is there, I thought of these keywords, you know, 
is there anything else that I'm missing? I have some competitors. Maybe they have, uh, you know, maybe they've discovered something else that I hadn't. So I, I wound up building the original version of SpyFu just for myself. It was called GoogSpy, and I launched it in 2005 and did like a press release on it. And, 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 and basically everybody liked it and kept coming back to it. But the, the, the real reason, the core of SpyFu was, was me having literally like $3,000 that I could possibly spend on like Google AdWords. And I wanted, I had to get it right. And if I did, if I got it wrong, hmm. I literally had to go get a job again, you know? And yeah. so uh, I did get it right, <laughs> fortunately. And that allowed me to also launch uh, SpyFu eventually. So, wow, that's quite a story. It's a and story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, but you know, it's, 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 it's a great story because as an entrepreneur, you, you struggle so much and you get hit by so many hardships, whether it's financial, like you mentioned, whether it's just not getting it right. You thought it's going to be, you know, a big bang and then you make three sales. Uh, so yeah, the journey is fun. Uh, yeah. Especially it looking is. back on it when you, when you succeed <laughs> because you tried really hard, uh, and you failed many times and then you overcame them. It's really gratifying. The entrepreneurial uh, journey is, uh, is not, uh, overrated. Okay, so for the people that are listening to us that maybe know know exactly what SpyFu does, can you accept, encapsulate in a few minutes what it does? Yeah, sure. So you can go to SpyFu and type in any website and see every keyword that they buy on Google. Um, you can see all the organic keywords that they rank on. And you can also see like the history of all of, the, of their ad buying campaign and their SEO campaigns going back basically 15 years. Um, and and that those you know, 15 years isn't particularly like going back 15 years isn't super important um, now, but going back a few years to see where like somebody's ad campaign began um, is pretty important mm -hmm. uh, because people in advertising tend to make their mistakes early in their campaigns. And so if you're looking at just a snapshot today, what you're looking at is an optimized campaign. And so you don't get to learn from the mistakes that they made. And it's important to learn from those mistakes um, so that you don't make them yourself because they can be pretty costly. Um, and, yeah. uh, and the other thing about history that's valuable is, you know, being able to say, well, I started like doing my content writing and my blogging or, you know, doing some stuff with like SEO, like in February. I want to see how my campaign has changed between then and now, and of course, you can look at you know you can look at your search console or you can look at your analytics, but but um, the, the the keywords and sort of like the actual you know what which pieces of content are driving this growth uh, or driving your you know <laughs> on the opposite of growth, you lose some traffic. Auditing that is important. Um, so so the historical angle can be pretty valuable. Um, obviously, we so you know, all that data. It's like a, a, a ton of data. And you're basically, you're spying on competitors, right? The name pretty much says, says it all. Yep. How do you do that? Like, don't get into all no, the no. technical. It's very know, simple. It's very simple. And, and, and back in, when I did it originally, I was like, I'm going to make a reverse phone book, as is how I describe it. I'm going to make a reverse phone book, you know, phone, you know uh, for, mm -hmm, for sure. Google, right? So the idea is, is uh, if you have like a, Nobody has a phone book. I'm not going to use this example anymore. It makes me seem old. But uh, like, but, but, um, 
anyway, so here's how it works is we just do millions, uh, hundreds of millions of searches against Google every month. Um, sorry, my, my phone. Um, hundreds of millions of searches against Google every month. And, um, and then and we collect everything that's on the page. So if, if there's an advertiser on the page, we collect that domain and like the ad. And if, if there's a, somebody uh, ranking organically, we connect their position and their title, uh, the, the title and the domain. But let's say we're just collecting just the keyword in the domain, right? Like mm -hmm. pretend that those are the only things that we're collecting. Well, we do a search on a keyword and then we put it all into a database and then we just do a reverse search. So then, because we've done all those searches and now we can just say, well, which keywords does redbull.com rank on or mm -hmm. what do they advertise on? So it's right. very simple in, in, in principle, but of course we're mongering just like absurd amounts of data and everything that you see on SpyFu is ultimately auditable back to a, one of those screenshots of a, uh, of a SERP, a search engine result page, right? So the, the page off of Google, we actually keep those pages. It's, you know, 15 years. Wow. of those pages as well right so everything is kind of got this like legal grade audit trail if you will um which is um which is kind of cool it is it is probably you know, we're, like, we're, we're never going to tell you something that we don't we can't back up it's like a warehouse of racks mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it's it's a ton of data yep. uh it's very impressive so let's take it back to agencies okay so i'm a small agency um I have a new client. Mm -hmm. uh, let's say a divorce attorney. Okay. Okay. I never promoted a divorce attorney before, but I yep. landed this one. Mm -hmm. uh, take me through the steps of how I use Spyfu to crush this campaign sure. without having done this before, specifically that niche or that product. So if you're starting a brand new campaign, uh, the best place to look is, uh, so what you can do on Spyfu is you can figure out... Um, uh, who the who the most um, effective advertisers are in that niche, um, and probably the easiest way to do that if you if you don't have you may already have a uh, an idea right maybe you have an idea if you have an idea then you go and you check out their campaign and you look and see which keywords they're buying and you can look at like all of their advertising history um, every ad that they've run and you can mm -hmm. see every split test that they ran on and and you can effectively. Um, determine who the winner is by looking at like which one they kept, right? So they may be the first ad that they ran, uh, they may have been running two and kind of like, you know, each month that goes back and forth. And then eventually they, they, they keep one and then you can see their next test and kind of mm -hmm. so on. Sometimes for some domains, we'll have, you know, 50 tests uh, for one website on a single keyword. Um, so you can see the results of all that and, uh, and kind of understand, well, what ad copy is going to work. Ad copy is one of those things that people don't think about a lot because everybody thinks that the ad copy that they come up with off the top of their head is probably the best ad copy ever written. Um, but uh, in, in Google Ads, quality score is, is, uh, directly, uh, you know, is directly related to what you're going to pay and directly related to the efficiency of your campaign. Mm -hmm. and, um, and quality score, 90% of quality score is click-through rate. Um, keep in mind, I mean, I'm going to sort of go mildly deep here. Hopefully it's not weird. Um, but, uh, but no, everything good. that Google does, everything that Google optimizes for is, uh, optimized for effective CPM, which is, um, you know, the amount of money that Google makes per thousand impressions of a SERP, right? They optimize for that. And so 
So they um, they have this thing that's a quality score, but ultimately the quality score is your it's your click through rate. It's how much money they're going to make from you, right? Mm -hmm. So um, and the one the only thing that can really impact the click through rate is the ad copy, and so the ad copy is paramount to optimizing your campaign, but also increasing your quality score and driving the efficiency of your campaign. Um, oh. So, so we sort of look for these things in the history of the uh, of the ads that they're running, um, and um, but I mean the first place to start is really figuring out the keywords that you want, and the ad history part is kind of like mildly advanced, I guess. Um, so, so I go in, I go in, I type in the URLs of my competitors. Mm -hmm. I can see which keywords they bid on, which keywords they stayed with, and I can also see the copy that won. Yep. And basically, now I can emulate the best ad for a diverse attorney. Yes. That's perfect. Um, but uh, there's actually even one better shortcut on SpyFu. Uh, uh, well, there's, there might be, I might, I might be leaving some out. SpyFu's been around for quite some time. We've got a lot of tools. But one, one tool that's pretty, uh, pretty amazing is that we have, the, we have for something like 500 different industry niches, you know, uh, like so divorce lawyer might be one of them, uh, probably is one of them. Uh, we have very many different subspecialties of lawyer um, where we have pre-built campaigns that uh, uh, mm. we've literally just paid. We've, we pay people, um, consultants, to just build a campaign for a random niche. And then we just make, you know, and then we just let our customers download those, you know, so you can just, wow. we, we pre-built an entire campaign by, you know, an expert. And then you can just download it and reuse it and basically put your put your URLs in it and it's it's pre-built for you. The so ad probably, copy is written and so on. So it's probably ad copy and campaign already based on your data, right? So yep, off for sure. that niche. Mm -hmm. Okay, sweet. Yep. Yeah, there's like 500 of those. So you can just kind of, you get a new customer. And, and, you know, we start with the biggest, the biggest niches, you know, like locksmiths or whatever. There's just a whole ridiculous number of them. I mean, we're, we're uh, adding like a new one every, uh, you know, couple of days. That's right. So you can't really write, we can't all use the same ad copy or can we? Is it kind of like SEO where it creates I mean, you mean, it's It's like a template, You need to right? tweak it, right? You probably should. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, okay. but oftentimes you're running those sort of campaigns locally and it's not, you know, you need to tweak it a little bit, but not necessarily a lot. All right. So for me, not knowing how to get into an industry, how to start a campaign of specific industry, this is a perfect tool um, mm -hmm. for AdWords. And the same thing goes for SEO, right? It's exactly the same process just for for organic uh, and you're looking at uh in that case you're probably going to be looking researching your competitors top like maybe the first place to start you can look at keywords but i think that maybe you want to look at the content and so there's a, a, a tool on spyfu uh called uh, top pages and you just it'll identify their top pieces of content and you can see which keywords they're ranking on and you could like basically search their content based on the keywords that you want to rank on. There's a variety of ways, a few different um, a few different approaches, but basically, yeah, like you start with the, um, you know, the knowledge that your competitors have built up. Um, that, you know, ideally you could just go ask them, right? Hey, uh, let's, let me go get my competitor drunk in a bar and see if they can tell me all of the things that they've ever learned about marketing in this niche. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes that works out. 
but this is actually even more reliable because it's like just like it's like the truth it's like right like you actually have their entire ad campaign history or their their organic campaign or they you basically are like looking at their google analytics but even more effectively because you can see all the keywords it's like you're see, it's like you're looking at their google search console it's better it's it's um it's it's near perfect. It's certainly better than asking them what their best advice is actually, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you're getting the truth, like you said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I know you also have a lead function and I wanna talk about that a little bit for agencies. Can you expand on, on the leads? Uh, yeah, sure. So what we, uh, so the way that leads works is we do a backlinks crawl of the uh, internet um, every, every month. Uh, or it's just like sort of constantly running. And uh, as we go through uh, every website, we collect all the contact information that we see. So if we see some, if we see social media, you know, profiles, et cetera, email addresses as we're going through the open web, uh, we collect those and we store them about every website. And, um, and depending on where we saw them, we, we basically figure out whether or not we think it's, um, whether or not we think it's their like actual is it is it somebody posting on the site or is it mm -hmm. is it actually somebody from that site mm -hmm. um and so then we use that uh that's that data for a variety of, of different things so one thing what you can do on spyfu is do backlink outreach uh so we have like a kind of uh um you know we have a backlink tool that you can like sort of search start by keyword so you you know you want to rank on a certain keyword and then um uh, but then we'll find the people for you to do outreach for that on that um, but the other way that we leverage that same data, that contact data, is we is we say, well, what if you want to contact uh, uh, people that spent, you know, domains in in you know in in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, that uh, that spend more than a thousand dollars on Google AdWords or something like that, right? Um, and so then, you know, you can produce a list of, of people, to emails or phone numbers or whatever you want um, uh, based on that. So we, we sort of cross-reference the data that we calculate um, based on watching people's ad spend and such with the data that we collect while doing a backlinks thing. Oh, I love that for agencies because that's exactly the crowd agencies are looking for, right? People spending yeah. money in advertising in specific niches that they work on, like mm -hmm. divorce attorneys. So I think that's a, that's a, like. You can get yeah. even more granular. We have let, you know, so you can look and see like, well, what, you know, are they, are they, do they have like HubSpot, you know, on their server? You know, do they have, oh. a, do they have HubSpot, but have, um, you know, no SEO growth or, or something like that, right? Like, like they look like they need help, you know, like uh, there's a cool. variety of ways that you can kind of um, slice and dice the data to, you know, identify a, uh, um, a particular set yeah. of users or a particular set of websites even. It depends on how you want to do it. It's very You don't necessarily have to get the users from us. Uh, um, you could you because you could potentially just get the list of websites and then you know leverage um, other uh, other sources. Other uh, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, like, yeah. Like eh, I can't think. Oh, full contact would be a good one. I think you could use full contact. I, I think we might do that for you, but uh, um, I'm not 100 percent sure <laughs> whether okay. we do that still or, or not. I'm not sure. 
so it, guys, it, we, we should do it. Uh, sometimes I think of the, the think in terms of the things that we should do. And, and write it down. Write it down. <laughs> <laughs> What's coming up? Like there are a ton of cool features. We covered just a few of them, guys. If you check spyflu.com, you'll see a ton more. Uh, anything on the horizon? Like Nifty features? This podcast is brought to you by Umbrella. Have an agency? Check out umbrellaus.com to grow it today. Our very next release is a release that I've kind of wanted to do for like um, seven years. Um, and and we just really couldn't figure out how to architect it because it's a massive, a massive amount of data. So we have like, um, we have all of the history of everybody's rankings. Basically, like if you think of it like this, we're sort of like the, you know, um, the way um, go back, the, machine. Way, the way back machine yeah. for yeah for 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 google rankings for everything for google basically right so in in that sense um and you know this sort of process of being able to compare your rankings like i, I want to say i hired an agency or i'm an agency and i uh and and we got hired in um you know in last year right and i, and I basically want to want to track all of my progress everything that i've done for a customer um and, and show them all the results. All, I want to show them all the keywords that we picked up, all the, key, all the new keywords. These are all the new keywords that we rank on now that we didn't rank on when we started. You know, that's kind of a motivating thing for, for customers. Or here's all of the ranks that increased. And, um, uh, and I want to be able to show that to customers every month or whatever, or be able to do it from any point in time, you know. And, uh, and so we're, uh, we're releasing that, which... Um, which is then like super searchable. So you can go back and see like in terms of keyword clusters, these are the, if I look at a keyword cluster, here's, um, here's how we, you know, here's how our ranks changed on this group of keywords is, you know, this, um, I, I wish I could show you, but it's like this uh, uh, hierarchy of keywords that we break everybody's, every website, we break their keywords down into like a linguistic hierarchy, you know, so hmm. it might be like a, um, you know, for us, you know, our top level might be like um, AdWords and then it'd be like the next level of that would be like AdWords tools or AdWords software or something like that, right? Um, so you can see how you, how you can kind of diagnose how, where you, where you found gains or where you had losses potentially. Typically, you might want to show your customers the new and the gains and not yeah. so much the losses. Um, and that's something that you can do really nicely and easily through that, through that tool. Um, and you can do it from any point in any time, not just for your website, but for literally any website ever um, from any time to any other time. So it's oh, a way that you, yeah. yeah. So when you're checking out a new client, you can say, hey, look, you guys lost ranks or you, you fell off of these keywords from this time to this time. Or, um, and these things all get lined up um, with, uh, with any Google, you know, algorithm changes. So we sort of plot those in a chart next to it so you can. Um, you can choose how you want to like look at that stuff. But from my perspective, it's kind of like a much simpler way of identifying the things that I want to find about my site than, than like anything else. Even Google Search Console is, 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 is a really useful tool, but you can kind of like diagnose, uh, find out why something changed much more quickly in this tool. Um, and then we like take it the, to the final step, which is we link you to the Wayback Machine where you can identify 
if there's a content change that caused right. it. Um, and so, it, so there's like a direct link in there that lets you identify what's what's what. So it's it's That's a sweet. sweet it's a sweet new tool that is massively expensive, right? I'm probably I'm paying probably fifty grand a month to um, just to host the servers, you know, on Amazon. Yeah. Um, but uh, hopefully it's like something people like. It's a um, huge upgrade. Like <laughs> I got to <laughs> tell you, like the, the machines that I've been running, the, that that the uh, uh, the existing what's what it's replacing is called Ranking History on SpyFu. Those machines are just like you know random servers that I've had running for like ten years or something or, or eight years, and um, uh, so this this is this is a huge upgrade in terms of the what what this thing is capable of doing. It's a pretty massive. Uh, when Amazing. I think, hope, yeah, it's uh, really expensive, <laughs> but really premium. Yeah, you should check it out. It's pretty good. Expe expensive for you, not for the users. Oh yeah, no, it's it's all like, <laughs> it's all it's all in the SpyFu like thirty nine dollars a month kind of deal, um, and uh, yeah. So I'm, when I'm is it coming out? Uh, I want to say <laughs> I won't put. You I mean, I mean, no, we're 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 literally it's it's. It will probably wind up soft launching it um, next week. Oh, uh, it's sweet. yeah, it's it's out. I mean, like, it, there's a very polished version of it that we were looking at uh, yesterday. Um, I don't think that there's any bugs in it. We didn't, you know, we do a thing before we launch anything where we have not just like QA, but like everybody in the company try to break it and try to identify bugs. And we haven't found any bugs. It's probably done. But I don't think that we'll wind up launching it until um, until next. next month. Maybe it'll be tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> it's you know it's, you it's pull, a the, you pull the trigger. It, it's it's not a it's not a long amount of time. Yeah. yeah, I've been waiting for this one for at least a year though. This is a this is a tough one. I'm I'm pretty stoked about it. We cool. It's it sounds good. We've been yeah. doing a lot a lot of stuff with Spifu um, in the last uh, during the pandemic. We basically were like, let's just reinvent the entire um, the entire architecture so that we can be uh, the idea is to be like a hundred times bigger in terms of our data scale, um, so that we can have so that there's like no doubt that we have um, the most the best data in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and there's a lot of, like, ultimately, I would like to be able to put in all of Google in a box, right? So that you can, um, because if we can do the entire, like, sort of index, the entire Google index, then there's, there's, we can sort of compute, like, for you, what would happen if you make some changes to, like, your website. Oh, that Possibly. would be super cool. Yeah, because yeah, we could yeah. run a full simulation that way. But, but, uh, but we just need a little bit more scale, about 50x. And so we built it so we could do 100x. So we're, we're, we'll get there. We're, okay. we're, right now, we're running at about 20 times what we were running um, in 2020. So we're... Um, Impressive. Yeah, it's cool. Okay. It's like a, so, like a self-healing spaceship at this point. So it's a cool machine. <laughs> I, I can think of like nine other things that would add to it. Like, uh, for example, uh, being able, once you have that ability to kind of play with the entire data set of Google... Mm -hmm. and do predictive analysis is i think what's missing for a lot of these tools is a voice a simple voice ui when i oh, when, when i see small agencies and small businesses interact with 
uh, tools and SpyFu is pretty intuitive. You have much more sophisticated tools. You mentioned uh, uh, some Google consoles before and uh, even analytics. Mm -hmm. Try just start working with it in an effective way. And I think it's scary for a lot of people, but if they can oh. say, look, um, you know, if, if I do this and this, kind of talk to the computer, if I change, if I go after these and these keywords, like what's going to happen to this companion in a couple of days or in a couple of months? And you're mm -hmm. saying the system will kind of show the graph, you know, you're, you're going to tank yeah. Yeah. or it's going to say it's got, it's going to be wonderful. Um, but yeah, that's like another uh, five I'll tell years. you one. I'll tell you one lesson, uh, one of like the most important lessons or sort of like this graduating and increasing lesson that I've learned in sort of building data products over, I've built more than one. And, um, and actually, you know, like the interesting thing is that the SpyFu, before there was SpyFu, there was no SEMrush or Ahrefs or any of the sort of um, keyword spy, right? So, so we kind of launched this industry. And so it's, um, um, what I've learned over time is that when I launched, I thought, well, we should just provide people with data and they're the smart ones. They'll make the decisions, right? But I learned that, um, that really it's useful to have an opinion, you know, like if the software has an opinion or gives you, um, uh, gives you a specific action. So actually the, the evolution in my thinking has been provide people with the data and let them make the decisions. And then um, the other one was provide them with like some kind of an opinion. Like, you know, here's what I think about your marketing campaign or whatever. Here's what I think in, in kind of like almost words. But then, uh, and now, um, now the thing is, is that I want to give people actions, right? So everything that we do um, before we produce it, we do like an actionability assessment. Like what is the action that we want the user to take? Um, to create value for themselves, like what you know, do we want them to change the title of their of their of their web page? That's the question. Do we right. want them to um, do we want them to add this keyword to their campaign? Do we want to have them, um, you know, subtract this keyword? Right? Like, is it a negative match opportunity for them? What is what is the goal of the product? What's the end action? And um, and so that's where that's what we when we build something or rebuild something everything is built around the actionability for it, uh, of it, um, which is it. kind of so, so, kind of similar to what you're, what yeah. you're talking about, right? Like, it's like, well, you don't really, re nobody really wants to do, I mean, maybe you want to do research, but you want to have like most of the time, uh, it would be better if you could just be like, just tell me what I need to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do I need to do in order to get like, to, in order to like have um, a more fulfilled life and spend more time with my family and be richer or whatever? Like, what's <laughs> like, you know, just, just, just shortcut this for me. I, I think, I think also, first off, I think you're hundred percent correct. And that's the right way to go. But I think also for a lot of uh, small users, it's really also a matter of knowledge. They're not so knowledgeable. Like they get it. They get yeah. a PPC and SEO, but not to the core and not to the, excuse me, not to the depth that you and your folks are getting it in SpyFund and really experts at it. So that's where I think actions are, are super. So this is like the, the, the very near future of SpyFu. Now, let me take you, uh, um, I know we don't have a lot of time, so just a few more questions. Mm -hmm. Let me tell, take you five, 10 years into the future in search marketing. Mm -hmm. Do you see any major shifts or you see kind of more of the same? Yeah, I mean, 
obviously, so what you've got going on um, is that is that on the on the SEO side, Google tends to okay. So so in this on the SERP in general, Google will try to monetize more and more of it, right? So one way they'll monetize it um, will be to uh, increase uh, the prominence of ads and possibly the disruption in the ads. So they'll probably have different ad formats. That's obvious. They've continually made the ads more uh, bigger and a little bit more disruptive. Um, and then the other thing is that they'll uh, direct more traffic to their own properties. So you see, you know, sort of like their flights and their um, hotel bookings and their maps and all this stuff. Um, probably they'll have like, uh, so, so they'll direct more, more of their traffic more of like, okay, fair enough. Let, let more of their traffic to their properties. It's sort of reasonable, but also like everyone's like, I hate your guts. Um, <laughs> you know, it, like it depends on how you think about it, right? Like they want to control the user experience. They want to make the money. Um, and so they want to keep people in their, in their properties so that they can, you know, measure and control everything. Right. Right. Um, so what you see is like potentially some meaningful decrease in um, in what's called no click searches, where people do a search and then they don't click on anything because they get the uh, they get what they want answered. So obviously, you think of something like what's the capital of France as mm -hmm. a, as a query. Well, you don't need to go to another website to do that. Frankly, um, it's kind of okay, but. It's like the further uh, the further away you get from a fact, the more people are like, you know, like the lyrics thing, whether or the lyrics to like, you know, some song. How dare they not link out to like the, the lyrics websites with that, that just are basically lyrics with ads on them. You know, I would be upset if somebody was like, well, you know, which keywords does, you know, does uh, Groupon buy most most often? And they're like, here they are. I'd be like, oh, dang, that sucks. <laughs> so I, I get it if you're, you know, if you're if you have like a database, you know, if you have lyrics and you just want to put ads up and that's kind of like your thing. Um but that's kind of the area that Google's going to continue to go into more. And you can even see evidence of, uh, of no-click searches. Uh, I'm sorry, no-search searches, where if you type in, you know, what time is it in LA or something, I think that, or, or what, or, or like weather, these things are going to start to show up in the, um, in the actual suggest box. So, mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah. that's, that's, a, uh, that's a thing. That's continuing to happen. Is that five years? I mean, it's, it's now, so I'm not really predicting the future, but this is the direction that things are happening. Um, so, and you think Google is going to become more and more immersive, include more and more content? Are we going to see a major shift in the way the search page is structured? It's going to become more like a I, dashboard and less like a search page? I don't think that that's going to happen. I don't think that, uh, I think that the format is relatively, okay, you know, maybe maybe there's a disruptive player that comes in and makes that happen. Um, you know, like Google isn't necessarily cemented in, in its position. Uh, if somebody creates a better search experience, then uh, then they can, they can gain market share and, you know, but uh, uh, no, I don't see Google making, changing significantly from the status quo. It's kind of like, it's kind of like what's the what's an iPhone going to look like five years from now? Probably like similar to what an iPhone looks now. But you know, if you were to say ten years ago, what's an iPhone going to look like? You know, you might have, you might, you right. might. But but I think it's, I think it's pretty it's well pretty established. Much the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 I mean, you know, people talk to things, and that is a thing. 
you know, you, yeah. you ask, you ask Google on, if I, if I literally say Google out loud or something like, Hey, Google, it's just going to start talking to me. Right. It's on my desk. Um, I, I don't use it as much as I should, but my kids use it a lot. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, they're, they're not adults at all, but they will be. And, uh, yeah. And so that, that could create change. Yeah. Okay. So that's, that's comforting. Um, knowing the expert well, thing, it's, it's, don't rely on me to predict the future though. Dude. No, no, you're, you're committed now. You're recorded. You're committed. Uh, so the last, the last section of the podcast is a rapid Q and a, I'm going to ask you quick questions. I uh, need quick answers. The questions are in no way edgy, but if you feel uncomfortable by any of them, just say pass. They're not okay. really. All right, cool. Uh, okay. Short uh, answers, right? You want short answers or quick, you know, like short, short, and, short quick. and quick. Okay. Okay. Here we got it. <laughs> Did you get along with your parents growing up? Almost all the time. There was just like si- one little part where my dad and I didn't get along. Do you have siblings? Uh, one sibling, sister. Do you have a pet? I have, I have a, I have a dog, a cat and a turtle. And I guess maybe there's some fish around here. Oh, my wife has a bunch of chickens. You have kids, Mostly, right? mostly the dog is my dog. Uh, I have two kids, two boys, eight and uh, nine is his birthday and 11. How old were you when your first kid was born? I think maybe 32-ish, I'm going to say, 32. When do you wake up? When? Just when? before this podcast. <laughs> so, <laughs> like about 10, about 10, 15. Uh, when do you go to bed? Uh, about 2.30. Ideal vacation? Ooh, now, dude, it's been uh, pandemic time. So <laughs> I got to take my kids a bunch of places before they get too old. So um, I, I don't know. Anywhere that's, for me, the best vacation is something that is difficult-ish. Like it's got to be an adventure. Adventure is good vacation okay are you a man of faith uh i have faith in myself <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's a kind of faith uh, I, mean, I feel like i'm spiritually connected to the to, to the world uh you know particularly when you, i'm like surfing. you're not you're not practicing but you have faith in the higher power that's what you're saying i have uh not really i'm more like a i'm more like a straight up atheist in that sense but like uh but i feel connected to nature sometimes and uh and generally i feel like uh you know one with people like you know i'm connected to the the world okay but not you know i'll take no, it no no nothing 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 significantly <laughs> higher the, 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 i i did thank the ocean for giving me good waves once and then okay. like some dolphins popped up and i was like and it brought a tear to my eye so that was weird so i i, I don't know i'm, I'm gonna go with the no here um so, sorry i was really trying to squeeze it in there <laughs> <laughs> so that's it thank you so much uh that was excellent mike uh thank you for so much good data and information in helping our listeners to crush their next campaign with SpyFu and all your good advice. And guys, go check out spyfu.com. That's S-P-Y-F-U.com. I've been using it myself. Awesome tool. Uh, awesome people. And uh, check it out. Thank you, Mike. Awesome. Thank you. It was, it was a great time. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Marketing Umbrella Podcast, where we provide the information you need from successful leading marketers to build and grow your digital marketing agency. 
Your host has been Inamar Shafir, founder and CEO of Umbrella, the technology platform and brand that is powering thousands of marketing agencies around the country. Find him at UmbrellaUS.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.